Welcome to the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast, where entrepreneurs come to be educated, enlightened, and empowered for success in their business pursuits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fundamental Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Dallimore, and I am sure glad that you decided to join me today for another episode of our podcast. And before we dive into today's topic, I just want to remind people of a couple of things. First of all, if you have a moment, we'd really appreciate it if you'd take just some time to rate and review our podcast. It really does help us out, helps us know how we're doing and lets us know if we're, we're reaching you as our audience and the, the things you want to hear. So please uh, take a minute and provide that kind of feedback for us. We'd really appreciate it. Also, as a reminder, if you want to find out more about us on our social media pages, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook by just typing in the simply at Procenic. So at P-R-O-C-E-N-A-C. And you will be able to find us on those social media platforms and see all the things that we are putting out there. And to also reach out to us, contact us. That's a great way to ask us questions and to reach out to us with any concerns or things you need help with. So please make sure you find us there. So let's dive into today's topic. It's going to be a fun one. It'll be unique. Uh, We have a return guest with us today, uh, Jalen Nash. She was on our podcast. Been a while, Jalen, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. (laughs) You joined us for a This Is Their Story segment and shared your experiences as an entrepreneur. It was a lot of fun. Now she's back. We talked her into coming back. So, Jalen, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, no problem. Thanks again for having me. This will be fun. Yeah. So what we're going to do today uh, is something unique. I'm actually excited because normally I ask the questions and listen to other people respond. And Jay Lynn, who actually, speaking of all our social media pages, is the one that helps us make sure those are up and running and and look nice because I guarantee you, I would not make them look nice. (laughs) She's she's the the brains behind all of that. Uh, Jay Lynn has decided or has been willing to come on and she's going to ask me questions. Uh, she gets to grill me on some things. We just finished up a tax season, as most of you probably are lamenting from yesterday. Was your tax season okay, Jalen? Survived? I survived. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Let most people survive. Some uh, don't, but that's it. so. It's just wrapped up. I mean, that was just 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 the other day, and so Jalen is going to ask me some questions about entrepreneurship. She's going to represent all of you entrepreneurs out there and ask me some questions about taxes and some other things. So Jaylen, <laughs> I'm turning it over to you. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> hey, all right. Fire away. See what I can do. All right. Well, thank you so much, Darren. Thank you so much for the intro. This is kind of fun. A little table's turned and now I get asked the questions, but these are just some questions that, you know, most entrepreneurs have, and then they don't really have a person like you to ask. So I kind of thought of what a great way to do a Q&A and ask you guys and answer those questions that, you know, we do see online on our socials and other people's social medias. 
Um, and these are some that I have had throughout uh, working with you guys on many of the different aspects of stuff that we've done with graphic design, social and everything else. So, and I've kind of asked them along the way and I'm like, I wish other people had access to this. So this is where the Q and A came from. And I'm very excited to try my best at asking. <laughs> oh, you put the pressure on me. I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling a little pressure. <laughs> nothing too, nothing too strenuous, obviously with your years, um, um, within your background, I believe these are pretty simple ones, but same time, these are ones that just people don't even really know. For example, one of them is just like, as an entrepreneur, somebody who owns their own business, what are some simple steps that I can do to lower my taxes? No, that's a, that's a good question. I get that question quite often. And I'm going to say the very first thing, and, and it might seem simple, everybody's wanting, I guess I should caveat this, this answer with everybody's looking for the silver bullet to make a ton of money and never pay any taxes. And uh, the unfortunate reality is that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. um, but the idea being is we want to lower that liability as low as possible, uh, legally as possible, and and still uh, have some money left over when it's all said and done. And so with that caveat and that kind of introduction, the first thing I tell people is please, the biggest thing that you can do is meet with a tax professional or a professional that understands uh, the tax law and understands your business. And that might seem like a simple step, but it's often a forgotten step. And the reason it's so important is as you meet with somebody and talk to them about your business, they can then help you strategize and plan on what is the best way to minimize your tax burden while also being a successful entrepreneur. Uh, so much of the tax law is what is very fact specific. What may work as a strategy for one entrepreneur does not work for another just because the facts don't line up. And so that would be the biggest uh, first recommendation I would, would have is meet with someone talk to them and and get to help them get to know your business and then from there start talking about the different strategies that can work to help you be successful again with the understanding that and I'm going to say this and if you've listened to our podcast before you've heard me uh, say this don't let the tax tail wag the dog you've heard me say that once or twice right Jalen correct I made <laughs> graphics for it <laughs> yes and so and what I mean by that is don't let every decision you make, the only focus being is it's going to save taxes. If that's your only reason for making that decision is I don't have to pay taxes if I do this, then I'm going to tell you 99.999% of the time you're making a very poor decision just because if your only focus is to save taxes, you're probably spending cash on something you don't need. You're doing something you shouldn't really be doing in your business. And it's affecting your overall business, just all in the name of saving taxes. And that just, that doesn't ring true to me. It doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. So uh, keep that in mind as you meet with someone, make sure that they're suggesting strategies that help you uh, not only be successful as, and also save taxes. But a couple other things, maybe some specifics that everybody could, could look at is, um, and, and it's not... Most people know this, but I'm going I'm to suggest it anyways, is look at, look at retirement options as an entrepreneur. There's, there's plenty of those out there. I would definitely look to do something more than just like a traditional IRA. I would look at something what's called like a, like a SEP IRA or a simple IRA. There's a little more 
things that you can do with those, a lot more money that you can put away in, in retirement that can also, not only it helps you uh, in the long run, it also helps in the current tax savings. And then also the other option is Roth IRA. It may not provide current tax savings, but it's it does provide some uh, future tax savings. And so that, that's one option. There's another that uh, gets tossed around a little bit is this idea of setting up an S corp and paying yourself what's called a reasonable wage. It helps you save on some on some payroll taxes and different things. That's when you do need to sit down with someone. You need to make sure it makes sense to you just because there is, you, you have to be able to have enough money coming in before this strategy even makes sense. The cost to set it up and to do it uh, may not save you anything. Uh, and so you, you got to make sure that that cost and that savings is is in alignment before you get into this strategy. And there's a bunch of others out there, but I don't want to dive into the facts on that and, and specifics just, just because everything is so facts and circumstances and it would be hard to address that to everyone. So that's why I say very first thing, meet with me with someone and they can help you be successful in, in saving your money and saving taxes and, and growing your business. Yeah, that's great, Darren. Honestly, from personal experience, um, within, I've had my business for a couple of years, but like most recently I had been meeting with somebody who helped cater to what I needed and helped with what would, I guess, lower my taxes, but also just in general, um, of the money management system and like their retirement plans. And that was one of the things they suggested and they put little notes on it. Um, every year when I get my retirement, not my retirement, my tax packet back to see how much I have to pay, but they also have notes on what you could do. And some things work for me, some things don't and with my business. So, and like I said, that was just within the past couple of years that now I've learned that. So I agree completely. Otherwise I had no idea that that would work. Another, yeah, and, and another thing I was going to, sorry to interrupt you. One oh, other no. thing I was going to say with this, please be careful not to believe everything you read on the internet. Yeah. As well as everything somebody tells you. I agree. I, my, one of my most frustrating things to deal with is the old thing. Well, my brother's uncle's dad's pets, cousins, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever told me that I can do this and save a lot of money in taxes. And, and this, the reality is, is most often what they've been told is not accurate or again, very fact specific. It may yeah. work for one business, but not for theirs. It just, just keep that in mind. Don't believe everything that you read or uh, on the internet and especially on social media stuff. I mean, it can get, yeah, I agree. can get a little bit, uh, a little bit carried away. Uh, I guess check credentials, make sure somebody knows what they're talking about uh, and, and check uh, sources before you start believing that stuff, but also just be careful of what everybody else is telling you that you can do in your business. They're not tax professionals. They don't know what works and what doesn't. So just, just be careful of that. I agree. I agree. Um, so I keep seeing online and, you know, I know about this because that's what you guys are. And it's been really fun working with, but other people might not know. So what is a profit first professional? Um, and what are, what do they do? What is beneficial to work with them? Like how it, how has that, where does it stem from? How has it helped us? Yeah. So that's a good question. Uh, this is something that Danielle and I have recently become involved in. It was actually Danielle who, who kind of stumbled upon this. It's, this idea, profit first professionals are professionals that have certified uh, through a specific course um, in the 
principles of profit first. Now, if you're not aware of those principles, uh, there's a book available. It's called Profit First. It's by Mike Michalowicz. He, he dives into all of the nitty gritty details of Profit First and how it works and all the fun stuff. But bottom line is, is these professionals kind of take a different approach to your business. Uh, normally in the accounting realm, we look at the, the accounting, I guess, formula to, to understand how successful you are. It goes sales less expenses equals your profit. And Mike's theory and philosophy is, is that the things we think about first are the things that we'll focus on and be better at. And so he's wanting to put profit first, focus on your profit and set targets and allocate your money on a regular basis to your expenses and to your profit in different bank accounts. And you put it away. So every month you're putting so much towards profit, so much towards expenses, so much to owners pay and some other different things and taxes. Another, another big thing. And that way you're already thinking about and, and putting the money aside for profit. And it's kind of forcing you to be innovative in your business, to be efficient in your business, to use what's left to run your business rather than the other way around where you have one big bank account and all your stuff goes in there and you spend it all in hope, hope at the end of the day, there's money left over. Um, Mike's idea is, is very different. And as Profit First Professionals, we come in and assess your business and help you set up this, this philosophy and this methodology of, of tracking your money and allocating it to different categories, profit being one of them, expenses, owners paying taxes, and monitoring that on a monthly basis so that you are taking your profit up front. That's why we're in business, right? Jalen, that's why you went. Yeah. That's why you went and, yeah. and started your own business is to make money. And so mm -hmm. that's that's how this profit first professional, um, that's what we are, that's what we do. And it, it's there's a whole network of us out there. It, it's it's been a lot of fun. We're we're really enjoying working with our clients on that. And it's it's just a whole new way of of looking at your business and and helping entrepreneurs be more successful by putting profit first. Yeah. And it's kind of cool um, working with here and Danielle is that both of you have an accounting background and are accountants and have an accounting um, many, many years of it. So coming with that, with the profit first and all of the trainings that you guys did with that, um, it's just a double whammy of amazingness that you guys can offer to your clients. And that's kind of what we're doing on social, trying to, you know, offer that this is what we do and explain it and everything like that, because most people don't know. So, yeah. And, it, you know, it's funny. I, I have to say that when I read the book, when Danielle told me about it, I read the book. Mike kind of tears into accounting professionals a little bit. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and how how the accounting, I guess the way it's set up now, the, the way uh, the accounting world sets up and tracks stuff is how it's ruining your business. And I kind of took a personal front to that. It was funny. But as as he went into it and describes it, and as I read the book more, it made sense to me. And I was like, okay, Mike, you, you're on to something. And it, it's helped me rethink how I approach not only our business, but how I approach my clients' businesses and different things, you know, and making recommendations that are going to be profitable rather than the old, hey, do this, saves taxes. Again, putting the tax tail you know, don't let the tax tail wag the dog. Uh, that, that's a problem in my industry is people providing 
this advice that, hey, go spend money to save taxes. Well, that's not the best option sometimes. And no. so uh, I, I do love this and it, it's been a lot of fun and look forward to uh, talking to more and more people about it. Yeah, that's amazing. It's it's fun. Something that used to be very traditional mindset, maybe just a little bit new modern era, but still with the traditional um, roots of it, which is kind of cool to think of. Um, another question that we have, um, hopefully we have still have a little bit more time, but what are some things that you noticed um, as the tax season has been finishing up and, you know, all of your clients, what are some things that you noticed that you would just you know, use caution and, or what are some things that you had told some of your clients with this tax season ending? Wow. Yeah, no, fresh off a a rough tax season. It seems (laughs) Um, every year, it seems that things get a little more complicated, a little more uh, time consuming, Uh, laws change, things happen, you know, and so one of the things that I, I would say, again, it goes back to kind of my first comment, um, meeting with professional, if you've already got a professional, make sure you meet with them. You're meeting with them, them at least twice a year, if not more. I, and people say, oh yeah, that costs me money. Well, I, I know I understand that, but it also can save you some money I'm as an example, <laughs> um, or at least help you plan for what's going on. As, you know, as an example, I met with some clients back in September ran what's called a tax projection to try to get a fill for some stuff. Oh. And then we get to now and we're trying to get some stuff done. And all of a sudden there's an extra hundred thousand dollars of income that I was not made aware of Yeah, back in September. And so there's those kind of things that happen that um, you just need to make sure that you're talking with your professionals and helping them understand. So they, at least if nothing else, you at least can talk with them and to know, okay, what, what does this mean? And what do I need to be preparing for? Or what can I do to help lower that down if it makes sense? Um, and so that's one thing is make sure you're meeting with professionals at least prior to the end of the year. Cause oftentimes we get into the new year and they're like, well, I, I want to save taxes. Well, there's not a whole lot we can do at that point in time. Yeah. Another situation, some newer, newer clients to me came in, they met their, had two very good years and they wanted to, they had a lot to owe in taxes. And, and I said, well, if you'd have met with me a month ago, we might've been able to set up. I mentioned one of these retirement plan options, Yeah, um, but it was too late at that point because there's a deadline to get those set up. Correct. And so that's one thing is just make sure as you do things, you're, you're talking to your professionals. It's so much easier to fix stuff prior to it happening, or at least advise on providing help on what should happen as compared to trying to fix it after the fact, it generally costs a lot more money um, than, than if you would have talked to someone before you were doing, uh, made the decision you made. Um, another thing that I would, that I'm starting to see, and it, it's, it, it's a concern to me and, and if, and it's a concern that I have for my clients is, is the IRS is becoming a little more aggressive on, on what's called 1099 filings. Um, I've dealing with the situation right now where a client misfiled some 1099s and it's costly. It's going to be costly. We're, we're fighting it. Hopefully we can get something out of it that, that she won't have to pay as much, but it's, it's frustrating 
because in, and I, and I totally understand she did everything she, she thought she should be doing and just wasn't aware of a few different things. Um, and it, it's going to cost her possibly some big dollars. And so just, I will just say this, if you are in a business, running a business, please make sure that you're reaching out towards the end of the year, again, to a professional or someone to say, hey, should I be filing some 1099s? There's some rules on on when you should be. I mean, simply put, uh, and I know this is simple, it's not covering everything, but if you're paying someone for services and it, it it's in total throughout the entire year, you've paid an individual for services in excess of $600 more than likely you've got a 1099 filing that you need to take care of. I know there's some exceptions to that rule, but that just, uh, I'm just putting that in your mind as something to, to think about uh, just because I am concerned that the IRS, they've actually created a whole new group just for 1099 reporting because back in 2018, um, one of the government audit, audit review places, um, a, went through all of the stuff in the IRS and said they were losing billions of dollars in, in 1099 revenue. Um, and so just, I, I don't want people to get penalized and the penalties are, are, are kind of not fun. And so if you feel like you maybe fit that mold and you're like, Oh, darn it. for 2021, I may probably should have done. So I would recommend going and talking to someone and seeing if they can help you. You're late, but let's get it taken care of now rather than, years down the road when they can really, you know, hammer you hard. So that, that's just another one I'm seeing that, um, that concerns me. I I'm concerned that the IRS is going to become a little more aggressive on that. And it's, it's one of those that in my mind is a very simple, uh, well, not simple, but a very easy one to just yeah. be in compliant with and not, and, and not give them any ammunition uh, yeah. to deal with. Uh, another, sorry, I'm going to just keep going, Jalen. You asked, a, it's like a can <laughs> of worms. We're, we're going now. <laughs> another one that I would, uh, another thing that as I look back and as I meet with people, some things to just be mindful of is as you do things, keep your, keep your records accurate. Make sure you're staying on top of your bookkeeping and yes. your, your, your financial accounting. Uh, a lot of people, they, if it's only them doing stuff, you know, they work and work and work. And then at the end of the year, year it's this, oh no, I got to put all my stuff together, which it works, but it's not the best. And the reason being is you forget stuff or you're not sure. Mm -hmm. uh, so make sure you're, you're trying to do it on a regular and consistent basis. That way, one, you know, know where you're at on a regular and consistent basis. And two, uh, you can remember stuff and and have documentation for it. Um, the biggest thing, uh, if the IRS ever comes knocking on an audit, whether it be a full-blown audit or they send a letter saying, hey, we need you to provide support for this expense you've taken, the biggest thing is substantiation. If you can substantiate and prove the business purpose for that expense and what took place with that expense, then you're in pretty good, you got a pretty good position to stand on. Now, of course, there's, it's got to fit all the other tax rules and everything, but at least you've got the substantiation, something to stand on where, you know, if you're sitting down with your, your CPA or accountant at the end of the year and saying, well, ah, I think I had, this is my favorite. I think I had like, you know, $5,000 in office supplies. Can you support that? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think so. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think. Boy, that is a that's scary in my opinion. That is, I, 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 I'm reluctant to want to take that expense because if for, there was an audit, I highly doubt that they could support that. And so it, it makes it just be tracking that stuff, you know, keeping your your all your paperwork and everything, and keeping your financial records up to date on a regular basis, so that all of this stuff is well ordered, well documented. Because that's 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 where all audits and where all defense of it on an audit begins is with substantiation. Is you got to have it to to prove it, and so just just to just please. I can't say it enough. I see it too often. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, like I don't want to do that anymore, it's too much. Well, then I'm going to tell you it's time to hire someone, either outsource it or hire someone internally to to help you out because it's it's an important aspect of your business. I agree. All right. I think we're going to do one more question Ooh, if you're one more. down okay. for it. <laughs> one more. Um, if you're down for it, um, what are, this will be a fun one. What are any books that you recommend to help somebody just in general, help an entrepreneur, somebody, you know, starting their business, somebody been in the business. What are some books that you have seen over throughout your years of experience? Maybe Danielle too. I'm sure she could add to this of books that you would recommend for somebody. Wow. Yeah. There's so many that are, that are out there. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to give you a couple, obviously I'm going to tell you profit first, Mike McAlvitz, yeah. that's that's a good one in yeah. my opinion. Um, I, I think that's um, we're recommending everyone to read that one. It, it's so beneficial. You know, another one that I recently just uh, I didn't read it, but I did do the audio book through Audible. Um, is the book called "The Magic of Thinking Big" uh, by David Schwartz, and just it. I think, regardless of, I think it's great for those that are starting out in in business. The book just talks about this idea of how you think and thinking big and 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 thinking that you can do good things and big things, and the power that is behind that is so amazing, and just the different stuff that that the author goes through. I just love everything that he he talks about. Um, it's a great motivational book to just make you realize that. Too often we fall into those traps of, well, I'm not good enough, or man, I don't know, boy, this seems like a lot, or I mean, or if you're in your on in your business and your the daily grind just gets to you and you just it's hard. And so I I, I love that book. Um, I think it's a good one, something worth worth listening to. And then I'm going to give you one other book. It's not even a book; it's just a recommendation. <laughs> um, read a book that is fun and appealing to you. In all honesty, we need something that kind of just allows our brain to relax. I, I, I remember I was going to, I was at a training years ago, many, many years ago, probably 10 years ago with this lady. She was a business coach and consultant. And one of the things that she said is she goes on, I take two books with me whenever I travel. I take a business book and I take a trash book. And, I'm, <laughs> and we're like a trash book. What do you mean? And she says, I read the business book on the flight out because my mind is fresh and it's yeah, I've got all of this energy and I'm excited. And then on the flight home after training or doing all this stuff with businesses, my mind's just kind of mush. She goes, I read a trash book, whatever it is. She goes, your romantic novels, whatever it might be <laughs> is your trash book. Um, just a fun book, something that just allows your brain to just kind of relax and enjoy. So that's amazing. 
I thought that was great advice because we don't always have to be pounding every mm-hmm. every possible new book that's out there. And and frankly, there's a lot of information out there. Um, I think we suffer from information overload. Yeah, we're, we're always striving to get more information to learn more, and too often we don't take a step back and say, well, am I actually implementing what I've already learned? And often the answer is no. So just read a fun book. Okay. Well, Darren, I can't thank you enough for letting me flip the switch and let me ask the questions this time. I know I learned a lot and I really hope that our listeners learn a lot. And once again, like you said, with you know, all of this, uh, we repeat it numerous times on our social medias in which you gave the plug for, and I would hope that everybody would give us a follow and, or just message us, ask us any questions, you know, email us, message us on any of our socials, because you guys are the experts and it's been so much fun being able to cater to our audience and just try and help them out as best we can. And that's what we're here for. So Thank you so much for letting me do this. And next up, I will return everything back to you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, no, that was fun, Jalen. I appreciate it. And I hope those of you who are listening have, have benefited from this. Um, there's, there's a lot to learn and a lot to, to um, shoulder as an entrepreneur. And I, so when Jalen came up with this idea, I, I was all the, all for it, although it's, it's, a little more challenging to be the person on the other end getting grilled with <laughs> questions than it is to be the one grilling the questions. Yeah, I liked asking them. It was more fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Jalen, thank you so much for, for taking on the role of entrepreneurs everywhere to uh, ask some of those questions that I'm sure many others have, have wondered over their entrepreneurial career. And so we're just we're gonna wrap it up for this episode. Again, thank you, Jalen, and thank you all for listening. As a reminder, please go check us out on our social media pages at Procenic, and we'll have links for that in our podcast show notes for those of you who are driving that can't quite get to that right now. And so make sure you check that out, as well as if you have any questions, that's where you need to go to ask us your questions. We'd love to hear from our audience members and and are always excited to answer those questions and hear from, from you. And as we like to say, always on our podcast show as we close, until next time, we wish you all the success possible in your entrepreneurial journey.